0: Hello and welcome to the Empower Women's Project, a podcast and community made by women for women to help you live your best life and reconnect you back to the things that really matter. Today, I'm diving into all things detox. It's something that I'm really passionate about, something that I've been practicing in my own life for almost 20 years and have so many questions asked of me often of how do I even get started? What do I do? How do I do it well? So thought, you know what, let's jump into a podcast so we can explain all the ins and outs so that you can start to plan your own detox as well. So let's jump in. Hey guys, it's Kate with you here today and today I'm excited to talk with you all things detox. I've had a lot of people asking me questions around what to do and how to do it over the last few months. I thought I'd jump in and share some information with you so that everyone can kind of benefit from it. And I remember when I first started learning about detoxing and this was around 20 years ago, kind of giving my age away a little bit um, right now, but that's okay. You know what? I'm going to say it. I am pretty proud to be in the last months of my 30s right now and it feels so good to um, be able to say that and I'm really uh, excited about where life is going the things that I'm pouring my time into and I think it's um It's exciting to be able to pass that wisdom on to other people. So anyways, 20 years ago-ish, I came across, um, you know, learning about the power of cleansing and healing the body and what that can actually do. And I've been in natural health and wellness for the last 20 years and seeing clients coming into our wellness centres Um, where they had long-term conditions, where it was really, you know, challenging their health. But when they actually started to incorporate a cleanse of some sort, and I'll kind of go through a few different options. You know, if you are curious to do that for yourself right now, what we were seeing, the healing that would start to take place was just amazing. And so the more I learned, the more I realized that being able to cleanse your body, it's just like spring cleaning your house, right? You don't, leave it for three years and then kind of, if you do, you go through the cupboards and there's dust and there's bugs and there's all sorts of things um, that's kind of built up over time. The body is exactly the same. So, when I really started to understand that, I had the uh, amazing experience of being able to run detox programs uh, in the US, in Europe, and also in Australia. And we had situations where we would run a program for a week and we would have between 70 to 100 participants come into our program and they would all be there to cleanse. So, for a lot of people, um, you know, they've come from high stress environments and, you know, eating lots of processed food maybe drinking lots of alcohol maybe cigarettes but also I think what we fail to forget is just the stress of everyday life on our body so it's not like oh you just do a cleanse because you're overweight or you just do a cleanse because you have a health condition it's actually about prevention so the more I learned the more I realise that, in conjunction with eating well, in conjunction with moving your body, in conjunction with not putting you know chemicals on your skin or in your body, you also need to be thinking about how you can sprinkle your body on a regular basis. And Mother Nature has created something special, pretty amazing, called our seasons. Mother Nature is naturally cleansing, you know, every quarter, and we're going through a different season depending on where you live in the world. It's a little more pronounced than others, but. Those seasons are there, you know. our body is connected to that as well. So here's some of the things that I started to learn and understand that made me realize um, you know, the importance of cleansing, because some of you, again, might be going, well, I eat really well, so I kind of don't have to. I definitely had that thought until I did my first seven-day cleanse. And so when I was starting to learn about it, here's what I found out. But the most people have between an average of 400 to 800 chemical residues in the fat cells of their body. So our fat cells actually serve a purpose in our body. And what's really interesting is, you know, for a lot of us, if you're looking to lose weight, we get frustrated and we start to reduce calories and we start to exercise more and we kind of go, well, there should be calories in, calories out should equal losing weight. And I would have lots of clients coming in and they would be really frustrated. I remember I had this one lady, she was coming in to me. She had been seeing a personal trainer, which I love personal trainers, um, twice a week for a year. It only lost one kilo she'd made shifts in her diet and what we realized is the amount of toxicity that she had in her system was actually preventing her from losing the weight even though she was taking the right actions eating well she shifted her diet she hadn't actually cleaned out the garbage from what had built up from her not so great choices or just lifestyle stress in the years prior so average person having 400 to 800 chemical residues in the fat cells of their body here's what happens Imagine you have a buildup of chemicals. Now, that could come from um, you know, chlorine in our water. It could come from paint that you've been exposed to in your work. It could come from chemicals and preservatives in our foods. It could come from herbicides and pesticides. It, like There's lots of different reasons and why we would have a buildup of toxicity. You know, Eating cheese, eating dairy, um, drinking alcohol, have, being stressed out, it all causes these toxins, toxins in our system. So imagine your body, which is incredibly smart, has got these toxins floating around. For our coffee addicts out there, yes, that kind of starts to build up in your system. So these toxins are floating around in your body and your system's like, okay, I need to give my liver a rest. I need to give my kidneys a rest. What am I going to do? I'm going to put these toxins safe. I'm going to pop them away into these little fat cells because they're going to sit there and do nothing. And then that way my organs are going to be happy and kind of keep doing what they can do until there is a time that i actually can release these toxins out so then we start to diet we start to make changes we might start to you know have diet drinks we might start to have less sugar and all these things maybe we just make some really positive lifestyle changes but we get frustrated cuz our weight isn't shifting well, our body is going, well, I'm not going to let go of these fat cells because if I do, there's all these toxins inside them and that's going to you know, have a hard time on my body. So I'm still going to hold on to this. And this is exactly what I've seen clients time and time again that haven't actually given their body the chance to cleanse from the years of buildup of stress and toxicity. And again, think back to your home, think back to your car. How often do you service your car? How often do you do that spring clean Uh, And you go through and there's all this dust and build up. You're like, where on earth did this come from? So this is why we want to do it for the body. So not only do we have the buildup of toxicity in the fat cells of our body, the other thing that we can have, and I'm going to talk about your colon, um, is a buildup of undigested fecal matter in our large intestine. Now, some people or some studies say we'll have anywhere from two to five kilos of this in our digestive system because what's really interesting, our colon, our large and small intestine, um, it's not just one tube. It has all sorts of um, curves and pockets and things in it where things can get built up in it. And so... um, this might be an unusual topic of conversation, but you know, I in my background, I was a colon hydrotherapist. Um, yeah, that meant that I helped people get all the crap out of their body, uh, and also a microscopist. So I was doing live blood analysis, where we'd actually take a pinprick of blood put it under a microscope. So actually looking at it live in the body and seeing the health of the cells, the background, the environment that the cells are in, um, a buildup of yeast, bacteria. It was absolutely fascinating. And so it's very, very different to getting blood drawn and taken away and being told, all right, you've got this much you know, iron and you need to increase this and that. This is actually seeing what the blood looks like live. So the reason I bring up about the undigested Uh, fecal matter that we have in our system imagine even if you have half a kilo of that there's all these pockets and things again if we're eating lots of processed foods whether you're doing it now but you did it in the past um, dairy like i said breads pastas things like that that dough they actually put a, a film over the top of our small and large intestine and that actually prevents absorption of a lot of the nutrition that we are you know eating and absorbing through our system so it's really important to think about maybe when the last time you genuinely stopped and did a detox for your body. And I'm going to walk you through some steps and different, I guess, levels of detoxing that you can look to go through. For some of you, you've got your L plates on, you've never actually done one before. And some of these things I'm talking about just starts to click into place. I'll show you what to do there. And then for you know people that are maybe a bit more seasoned as well. But when I started to work with clients and helping them Take out the crap, right, for lack of better words. Uh, what then happened is everything that they were doing, all the positive changes that they'd been able to make in their lifestyle, then it started to kick into, the, into gear. So that lady I mentioned before who was training twice a week with a trainer, had been for a year. She only had lost one kilo, very frustrated um, at all this hard work she'd been putting in. She did a seven-day cleanse, and I'll talk you through that in a, in a moment. She also incorporated some colon hydrotherapy and, uh, and you know, continued on with her healthy changes afterwards. She lost eight kilos in six weeks. And that wasn't because she restricted her diet. This was her body finally getting a chance to let the toxins go. And, um, you know, sometimes you might have done a detox before. I, you know, I speak to people I'm like, oh, my gosh, I started, you know, with having caffeine withdrawals or I had headaches. I felt nauseous. My skin blew out. And so those are all things, they're positive signs. I know they don't necessarily make you feel good, but they're actually a sign from your body to let you know that things are changing, that things are getting stirred up and your body's trying to get rid of it. See, you know, our skin is our largest organ in our body and so it tries to push stuff out through our pores. If we put antiperspirants on our skin, if we put creams and steroids and things to stop acne or breakouts or whatever it might be, we're suppressing that into our system. So the body has to deal with it in another way. If we don't go to the bathroom properly, guys, if we don't go often enough, like if you're not having bowel movements, yeah, I'm going to talk about bowel movements (laughs) uh, at least once or twice a day, there is a problem because all the food that you're eating is sitting in your system and those toxins end up recirculating. If you're not going to the bathroom often enough and let's honestly, like the amount of clients I saw in my center, um, you know, and I had that back before I had kids, um, where we would be seeing clients that they might go once a week, twice a week, maybe three times a week. And that was normal for them. Um, But that's actually not just because it's normal for them. It doesn't mean it was healthy by any means. And so the way I used to explain it to my client is your colon is like a muscle. So just like any muscle, if we don't use it, we lose it, right? It gets weaker and weaker over time. Some people, um, you know, rely upon laxatives of some sort to go to the bathroom on a regular basis. What that does is that actually creates a weakness in the colon. So it's relying upon something to do the work for it versus actually building um, health and, and cleansing out. So colon hydrotherapy is actually a really great way to help build the muscle and also cleanse the body. But whether or not you incorporate colonics into your cleanse, it's totally up to you. Um, The system that I recommend is what's called an open system. There's a closed and an open system. So if you are looking to, um, you know, find a colon hydrotherapist in your area, I would definitely recommend that you find someone with an open system and maybe I can do a little bit more info on that at another time. But talking about cleansing. So when I was running the programs in the US and through Europe, we would be taking like i said before 80 to 100 people through a 7-day cleanse and here's what i think is really interesting you know if you look at an animal if they're not well what do they do sometimes i i think about my dog when i was younger we'd had our dog and he sam would used to eat grass and sometimes vomit and then just lie down and rest right and we're living in a world right now that we got stuff to do we got places to be And so we actually don't give our body a chance to actually slow down and rest if we're not feeling well. So the same goes for cleansing. If you are going to put some time aside to cleanse, you actually want to try and um, slow down with your schedule as well. So maybe a good starting point could be a three-day detox. Uh, it's, It's just going to be scratching the surface. It's not going to be doing a huge cleanse, but it's a good start. And so maybe to start with it's three days, maybe five days is a better fit for you, or you know, seven days is absolutely awesome. And so you get to kind of take it at your own level for some of you, maybe you've never done one before. uh, And so actually just not eating meat um, for a week and not having alcohol and coffee, that's going to be a huge step in itself. So awesome. I'm really big on meeting people where they're at and then helping kind of make steps beyond that. So For example, you might look to do a three-day weekend or maybe you find because of work or um, you're better just um, when you're distracted, not when you have time on your hands because sometimes we just go to the pantry when we're bored and we just start eating things, not even when we're hungry, just because we're bored. So maybe you're going to find it's better to do a midweek cleanse. But what I would suggest is even if you were just the first kind of level that I would recommend is just to go liquid. So for example... Um, maybe it's soups and broths, um, and some juices, depending on the climate. Like if you're in the middle of a really cold winter, um, having a, doing a cleanse where it's just cold things is going to be a little tough on your system. So you kind of want to, you know, shift depending on what that is. So you might want to go all liquid for three days, or maybe just go vegetarian for three days. So that could just be, um, you know, steamed vegetables, salads, Smoothies and also um, juices. So that could be a great step. Give you something to chew on, but it's still all vegetables. So no coffee, no dairy, no alcohol, uh, filtered water, and herbal teas, not having any green teas with caffeine. So that could be a first great step for you. And you know, often when we are, when our stomach's making noises, we're hungry, we're actually thirsty. So when you're cleansing, You want to be having, you know, two to three liters at least of water a day. And if you feel the need, you can have a little bit of um, lemon. So squeeze a lemon in or make it hot water with lemon because it's a little bit easier on your system as you are cleansing um, to be able to help alkalize your system and help take out the trash. So that would be my first step. Um, The second level that you could go to could be smoothies. Now, smoothies are great. Again, we're not doing dairy. We're not adding processed things in there. We're just trying to get as much nourishment into the body and help the fiber and all of the beautiful nutrition from whole foods help cleanse and take out the trash. So no coffee, no alcohol, no dairy, no processed foods, but you might want to do like some green smoothies, like with um, you could do spinach or kale, um, banana, maybe some, uh, some dates for a little bit of sweetness. I often find for clients that are really, really acidic, or really, really addicted to sweet things, um, you have a, can have to, can sometimes have a hard time with the greens because they're so alkalizing to the system. So you might need to add some, um, medjool dates or some banana in there as well, but you know, I've got some great recipes and I'm going to put up on, um, my blog that you can kind of be doing to kind of, make some smoothies. Now, smoothies are still activating the digestive system. And this is where, as we take a cleanse to the next level, this is where you really get to uh, experience the magic of a powerful cleanse. When we're juicing, a lot of people say, well, why would you juice? So juicing, yes, it takes the the pulp and um, all of the fiber out. What happens is our digestive system, you think about when you wake up in the morning To when you stop eating at the end of the day, it's working a lot, right? You know, you might get up and start eating from seven, and maybe you have your last meal or snack at 9 p.m. at night, for example, or you might have those late night munchies and it's still going. When our digestive system is working, it means our body is spending energy on that instead of healing and cleansing our system. And you might have even heard about intermittent fasting, which is where you're eating for a period of time, say it might be eight hours in the day, and then the rest of the time you're actually not eating food, so your digestive system has a break. When that happens through the night, um, that gives your body a chance, your immune system to kick into gear, your kidneys, liver, all of these beautiful detoxing abilities of your system. Instead of digesting your food, it gets to go to work and um, detox. So if we're eating all the time, it's actually taking energy away. And, you know, it's said that up to 80% of our body's energy just spent in, you know, day-to-day um, activity, not if you're exercising, this is just the daily processing of your system, is actually spent on the digestion and assimilation of food. So when we actually juice, we're actually allowing our digestive system to take a break. And this is where we really start to see the benefits of cleansing. So when you're juicing, that means no fiber, that means you know none of the pulp or anything, then you are actually just taking the that nutrition from the juice and the digestive system doesn't have to kick into gear. And that's when all of the beautiful energy gets to start healing, cleansing, and taking out the trash. So that would be my preferred level of cleansing. If you really want to give it a go, whether it's three days, whether it's five days, whether it's seven days... That you're doing a juice cleanse. Now, you're incorporating water, you can incorporate like a broth as well, you can incorporate um, herbal teas, but you don't wanna be doing anything that's chewing because that's ideally that level of cleansing that's really gonna get deep into your system. Now, some people, depending on their goals, um, they'll also do a period of water fasting where it's just drinking water and, like, oh my gosh, that just sounds too much. Totally fine, I wanna meet you where you're at. So you know seven days is a great period of time. Some people find like, oh my gosh, I can't not eat for seven days. That's ridiculous. When you're actually in it, though, you start to realize how often you do just grab something because grab something because you're bored um, rather than hydrating your body and you start to listen to your body so much better. So start with three days, shoot for five, and if you can do seven, amazing. But the thing that happens in a cleanse, One of my favorite juice combinations, actually, I'll just mention, and again, I've got the the details in my blog, which I'll pop into the show notes, uh, is I love, it's called a Kabbalah juice. So you've got carrot, apple, beetroot, lemon, uh, and I like to add ginger and cucumber in there. And it's beautifully alkalizing. The lemon gives it a really nice tang um, as well. So it kind of hides a lot of the Um, the other flavors that are in there if you kind of have a bit of a funny palate. And so what that's doing is uh, helping the blood, it's helping cleanse so many different parts of your system. And so what I like to do as well is, you know, there's different levels of juicing. You might've heard about cold pressed juicing versus, you know, the juices that sound like a lawnmower and you can just throw stuff in there. Now, at the end of the day, I like to talk about compared to what. So if you're going to do a cleanse and you only have, a high speed juicer awesome that's better than not doing anything right but if you can have a cold press juicer it's kind of like um where it protects the enzymes and all of the nutrition within the 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 vegetables that you're juicing so that they're not kind of denatured through that high processing and high speed juicer that a lot are out there so when you're making a juice yeah you don't want to just go to the shop and get one of those things that have been sitting in a bottle for a week um that you know probably been Pasteurized and processed in some way, I'd much prefer that you try and make it yourself. So, if you have to use the, the one you've got, that's fine. Again, I compared to what better than doing nothing. So, when you're juicing, um, you know, or when you're cleansing at any level, depending on, I guess, the level of toxicity that you've experienced over the years, you will experience what I call different healing responses or healing reactions. And this is often what I find is when people will kind of quit mid-cleanse because of how they're feeling. And we have to realize that if we're feeling nauseous, if we've got headaches, of course it doesn't feel good. I completely understand. I've been there. Tell you what, when I did my first cleanse, um, I had crazy body aches. I was so fatigued. And I remember this one morning getting up out of bed to go to the bathroom and I kind of just ended up on the floor in the bathroom because I didn't have the energy to walk to the toilet. It was crazy. I was like, oh my gosh, but I'm a healthy person. What is going on? And I was probably three days into my cleanse at that time and it was just liquid. So we were doing wheatgrass shots. We were doing our veggie juices. We were having beautiful warm broths as well. Um, But my body was, for the first time at that point in 23 years, I hadn't actually ever stopped to give my body a rest. And so, for some of you, you might be kind of doing the math on you know your life going, "Whoa, I've actually never given my system a rest." So when this happens, all of your energy that your body normally would spend on digesting is cleansing, taking out the trash right. So those toxins, they have to recirculate through your system before they leave your system. And so that's the tough part where you might feel crappy, you might feel emotional, you might be snappy you might start craving certain things. You might have an upset stomach. You might be constipated. You might have diarrhea. You might have a breakout. Um, What else might happen? You might just, you might even feel nauseous. You might even throw up. Like it's just the body purging and we could go, Oh no, that is bad. I'm going to stop. Well, yeah, you could do that. But what are you actually still holding in your system that you haven't given a chance to get it out? So my recommendation is when you do cleanse and you start to have these healing responses that you realize it's a good thing. Your body is getting rid of this stuff out of your system from who knows how long has been there. And so what you can do to help with the healing process and response um, through your cleanse is that's when I would recommend incorporate colon hydrotherapy as well because it will help remove the toxicity from your system faster. So it's definitely something that I find for my clients that would, you know, really have some big healing responses when they'd have a colonic that would really help kind of take that, that, um, that out of their system faster. But on the flip side, you know, when you actually do a cleanse and you give your body a chance to have a rest, it is amazing the energy that you start to feel. You're like, oh my gosh! I'm still only having juice because you have a few days where you have these healing responses, and then all of a sudden you're like, I'm actually not even hungry. Even if there was food here right now, I actually don't even need it. Um, You start wanting to drink more water. Your skin starts to have this beautiful feel to it. Uh, You your eyes become whiter. Your breath becomes sweeter, and your body, you know, it just you're giving it a chance to actually take out the trash. And I can't tell you how good and how important that is because let's let's give the analogy of a fish bowl. You've got a bowl with a fish in it and you haven't actually cleaned the sides, the walls of that little fish bowl for, for months and you rarely put fresh water in there. What do you think is going to happen to the quality of um, that fish's life, right? What's going to happen to the walls? Is it probably going to get a bit slimy? Is it probably going to get maybe a little bit green? There's going to be less oxygen in there. The same goes for our body. But what happens is we think, oh, I just need to exercise more. I'll just do that quick diet and I can lose some weight here. Or it's not about that, guys. This is about building health. And longevity in your body. And I look at so many health conditions that now experts are saying are lifestyle related, that it's not something that just happens to you. It's based upon, you know, habits and choices, not just happening once or twice, it's consistently. So if coffee is your thing and you need it every day, and if you don't have it, you've got major withdrawals and headaches probably got a problem there that you want to actually start to rewind and get to a point where you can enjoy it, but you don't need it. The same goes for any other habits that you've got going on. So I really have seen the power of cleansing, you know, not only for myself personally, but then also with the hundreds and hundreds of clients that I worked with, not only in the the programs that I got to run overseas, and then also in the detox lounge that I ran uh, on the Gold Coast in Australia as well. So just, I guess in, in wrapping up, I really would love you to kind of think about, well, what is the next right step for you? Maybe look at a period of time over the next month that you can slow down, whether it's three days, you start on a Friday morning or a Thursday night, and then you come out of your cleanse, maybe on the Saturday Sunday evening, or if you want to do a midweek, or if you just realize, well, I'm just going to go all in. And I'm going to do, you know, five or seven days. You get to choose what level. Remember, you can either, you know, be eating vegetarian, no dairy, no processed foods, no, um, no wheat or anything like that, no rice. You could do smoothies, salads, and broths. You could just do smoothies, or you could also do juice. Or next level, you could be doing a water cleanse, and then incorporating colon hydrotherapy or other things to help in that process as well. So you get to choose the amount of time and what level you can play at. But over time, I recommend that you start kind of either increasing the length of time that you're doing it for, or that you're also, you know, increasing the higher quality of cleansing, meaning going for juicing um, or smoothies and broths versus chewing, because then you get to actually give your digestive system a rest as well. The other thing that's important as you come out of a cleanse is you don't want to just go back to eating the same old way, right? Because your body has just been on this beautiful holiday and it's had a chance to actually slow down and heal. You don't want to just hit it with a steak on the next meal. You want to come out of the cleanse. So it's important to, as you start to um, finish your cleanse, that the way you exit it is just as important as what you were doing during it. So for example, what I would recommend is as you're coming out of a cleanse, that you start to incorporate soups and salads and stir fries and maybe some brown rice. Um, definitely try and ease off on the dairy if you want to have a protein of some sort, um, you know, whether it's tempeh or tofu or maybe some grilled fish, just something that's lean and not fatty and and that's going to have a really hard time in your digestive system as well depending on, your, you know, your eating goals and what you do you don't need to to start with bread and those heavy things as well just give your body a chance to for that re-entry phase because that's super important too so I hope that's been helpful. Um, I, I definitely have a lot of questions that come at me all the time. The other thing, I'll, I'll definitely touch on this more in a future podcast, but for those people that are looking to do a cleanse leading into preconception, it's the best thing you can do. It's what I did um, for each of my pregnancies. And you know, to think about if you're going to have a baby or plan to have a baby, that you and your partner, you want to have An incredible body before you actually and level of health in your body before you actually start to try and conceive a baby. So it's not just what mama's doing, it's what dad's doing too, right? So if you were to have a period of time where you both Weren't um, drinking, where you both were eating really well, but then you also actually did a cleanse together um, because, you know, dad has just as much uh, to do with making a baby as mama. So it's about kind of just thinking about those steps, but I'll definitely jump into that on a future podcast as well. So I hope that's been helpful. If you want to learn more, I'll pop my details into the show notes. Um, you can check out my blog at kategolet.com and I'll be sharing some more information there about different recipes that you can use to be able to cleanse and at what level level you feel comfortable in getting started with as well. So as always, if you have loved today's episode, it would be awesome if you could head over to the iTunes store and give us a five-star rating. And also we're always looking for amazing people that are living their best life, inspiring others that we can interview. So if you've got someone in mind, please connect with us and we look forward to seeing you on a future podcast.